powerful wind and snowstorm smashed into BC's south coast on January 15th that knocked out power in many regions. But then that overnight, the intensity faded, but it was too late. On the 16th, we now had thousands of people in the lower mainland and on Vancouver Island in the dark. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. The region was still digging out after a bitter, windy snowstorm from the 15th, but now we struggled against gusts that were up to 90 kilometers per hour, peaking at hurricane force 135 kilometer per hour blasts in house sound this day in weather history. On January 16th, there was a fresh snowfall warning for up to 10 more centimeters of snow in the Fraser Valley, House Sound, and Whistler. Here we go again. Remember that after the 15th, there were now approximately 3,000 customers still without power, albeit down from the 30,000 earlier in the day after knocked down trees and branches fell onto the power lines. It was forecast that the low response before the January 15th wintry storm had now moved off the mainland early on the 16th, this day in weather history, but was not totally gone. It was there to make sure areas including North Vancouver Island and the Sunshine Coast would continue with persistent wind. As a result of this, BC Ferries cancelled two round-trip sailings between Horseshoe Bay and Departure Bay on the morning of the 16th. Meanwhile, in Vancouver, a portion of the Stanley Park seawall was closed due to falling ice. Here now is how Weather Network reporter Mia Gordon remembered it. Well, it's not very often when British Columbia has the most winter storms and active weather across the entire country. But that's exactly what happened in early 2020 when we saw both snowfall and temperature records broken across the province. Thanks, Mia. Then by the 16th, the south coast had received a dumping of close to 40 centimeters of snow in some areas in a matter of days. And this prompted the closing of universities across regions and several schools, primarily in the Fraser Valley and eastern Vancouver Island. Getting to school was impossible anyway. Many roads were still thick with snow and ice on the 16th, and that had the Ministry of Transportation considering shutting down major bridges and highways as a precautionary safety measure. I'm going to go back to Weather Network's Vancouver reporter Mia Gordon right now because she had a chance to speak to local residents about what they were experiencing. Is this some of the worst snow you've seen? Yeah, this is like a lot. It's pretty crazy. This is a proper blizzard. I was driving a little bit earlier and it just wasn't pretty. So if you are out on the roads today, you definitely want to slow down and take your time. Man, oh man. Well, they didn't actually have to close those roads down as a postscript. Uh, But they did ask motorists to stay home for safety so that the crews could clean up properly. As a matter of fact, the city of Vancouver sent out 40 to 50 snow removal trucks to clear major routes. And they had to act fast because of a looming potential for freezing rain. And then another shift on the 17th where up to 70 millimeters of rain was in the forecast. Meanwhile, on the island, according to BC Hydro, 4,000 customers were still without power in the Comox Valley while 1,300 were in the dark in Greater Victoria. A massive tree was down in Oak Bay, the victim of a 80 kilometer per hour gust. Victoria police blocked a section of Bay Street near Blanchard after a water main burst and flooded a section of the road. Victoria city crews struggled to deal with the flooding as waters froze and thawed as they worked to contain the situation. Police across the capital region warned the public that black ice had blanketed almost every roadway and sidewalk. Now, Weather Network meteorologist Tyler Hamilton was also there. He was on East Vancouver Island for the entire ordeal and had this to say back then. Well, we have ourselves another winter storm warning issued by Environment Canada. That is the second on eastern Vancouver Island in just 48 hours. Highly unusual. 30 centimeters of snowfall on the ground here in Campbell River. 
Thanks, Tyler. You know what? I think Tyler was actually on vacation when that happened, so... <laughs> but he still filed his reports. And there it is, the storm that brought the south coast and much of Van Isle to a standstill in a winter storm that likely most were salivating over at this time of year. Well, people that love snow. And also while they were digging out. This day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is January 17th and we'll be going deep into the story of the New Year blizzard that buried St. John's, Newfoundland. I hit on the highlights on December 31st of this podcast as part of my This Day in Weather History year in review, but tomorrow, the full story. And we'll even hear from Weather Network's meteorologist Chris Murphy, who was there covering the whole thing from start to cleanup. That's all tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.